the following program may contain adult situations and language that may be unsuitable for younger listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Live from the RTDS studios, this is Chuck's World of Infinite Mojo, proudly sponsored by National Fitness Training, with your host, Chuck Basti. Chuck's personal mission is to introduce the world to the people that motivate him on his inspirational journey into his world of infinite mojo. Here's your host, Chuck Basti. That's me. I'm glad you believe in miracles. We all do believe in miracles, and that's kind of why we're here every week. You have to believe in miracles, because we are miracles. Miracle, I don't know, providers. Yeah. So we're a little sad today, because the finale of the Battle of the Blades is now a thing of the past. There's an empty space in my heart. There is, and we're going to have to wait till next year. And, you know, I just love that event so much. It just, it brings such a great culmination of charity work community and entertainment together. So we got to watch Amanda and Scott bring home a $100,000 check to the Canadian Breast Cancer Foundation. And as if it couldn't get any better, it was actually Amanda's birthday on Sunday as well. So on national TV, she gets to have her birthday and also be crowned Battle of the Bates champion. So it was a perfect, perfect story. So did they actually allow them to take the check home, or did they keep it under lock and key somewhere? I don't know. CBC Why don't we overnight? ask them? We're going to be having them on the show after their commercial break. I hope to, uh, to ask them. I hope I remember. You're listening to Chuck's World of Infinite Mojo on Listen Up Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Hey, Paul Cavalcante here from the Vinyl Experience Radio Show, Sunday mornings. You provide the bagels and the coffee and the newspaper, and I'll spin the records at 9 a.m. And then an encore at 3 p.m. Missed out? You'll catch the show again at 9 p.m. on Sundays and again at 3 a.m. Monday morning. The Vinyl Experience, 9 and 3. That's all you need to know. Oh, 33, 45, and 78 are important numbers, too, but you get the idea. Welcome back to Chuck's World of Infinite Mojo, or as we like to call it around here, whatever the hell's on Chuck's mind, on radio that doesn't suck. Welcome back to Chuck's World of Infinite Mojo on Listen Up Talk Radio. And uh, got some great callers on the phone. Well, we have the the finale came down from Battle of the Blades on Sunday night. And Amanda Avora and Scott Thornton ended up taking home the $100,000 check to their charities, the Canadian Breast Cancer Awareness Foundation. And we got them on the phone right now. Amanda and Scott, are you guys there? We're here, yeah. Hey. How are you guys feeling today after that celebration? <laughs> A little bit tired today. Um, you know, we had about an hour... Uh, post-show at the arena uh, backstage with a bunch of family and friends and then there was a big rap party last night for uh, for all the cast and crew and all the production and, and everything so it was, it was a lot of fun Well listen, I want to jump really into the experience of Battle of the Blades and Amanda, this is your first crack at Battle of the Blades and you, you come out with your first title which is yes. which is absolutely amazing. It's a good record. <laughs> You're one for one right now, and um, you, you guys came in to the competition. And I, I think that this year, out of all the four years, this was by far the greatest year of 
uh, athleticism, of variety, of just great skaters. And you guys were up against two really tough teams, and you came down to the very bottom of the wire, and your support system was there. So tell us a little bit about the experience of what Battle of the Blades was for you in skating for the Canadian Breast Cancer Awareness Foundation. Clearly, um, being a rookie on the show, I didn't think that um, I would have a chance to actually be anywhere near the, the title, even though competitively, of course, every one of us are um, successful in our own sport and would want to win it. Um, I know that Scott and I weren't the favorites right away, um, but I would say that gradually as we were kept putting new tricks out there and breaking new ground, that there was a possibility of us being in the top three is becoming um, more of a reality. Well, let's talk about the twist because I think that's where the reality came right down for everybody. So, world-class twist. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was a, a process getting there. It was, you know, it wasn't something that we just kind of decided last minute to throw it out there. It's, it takes a lot of, uh, a lot of time and consistency, and, uh, you know, Amanda's not crazy, so it was, it was certainly a, a learned process, and it was fortunate for us we... We stayed in the competition long enough to be able to do it. You mentioned the word process. So what has the word process been for both of you while you've been skating uh, in Battle of the Blades from the start from boot camp to the very end of the show on Sunday night? And share a little bit about you know what got you there. Well, the training camp was... Uh, they brought us in for one day to skate just for a couple of hours with two or three of the girls. Um, you know, first day with toe picks, so you know it's it's a horrible couple of hours. And, <laughs> um, you know, and then we went back home. Everybody went back to their house. You know, wherever they live, um, we skated for. I think I, was, I think I went on the ice about seven times before uh, we came down here. September second, we started, and then we had what we we call it like a three week training camp, and uh, two ice sessions a day. Uh, lots of off-ice training and, and working on, you know, tricks and elements and uh, getting ready for the, the first week. Amanda? Yes. What's your process been like? How how's the comfort zone been for you working with a hockey player as opposed to, a, you know, a pair skater? Well, honestly, I don't think I had anything to compare it to. You know, I, I skated with Mark Ladwick for 10 years, so I was very nervous about just skating with somebody different in general, not even just a hockey player. And um, the first three weeks that you're on the show, it's more of a developing of elements and um, skating skill, uh, what you're able to do. And we worked really hard to see how far our potential could go. And I had a better like uh, look at knowing what we'd be capable of doing on the show on a technical level. And as you guys went through that that technical level, you know, week after week after week, I imagine when you're practicing, you're out in the charity work uh, involved in the show, it, it's a lot of work. Nobody knows what goes on behind the scenes, what you guys are doing, and the bumps and bruises that you accrue along the way. Uh, I know, it's, you know, everybody got bumped and bruised the entire time that they were there, but you're skating for your charity, so while you're there, you're going through that process and the transition, describe a little bit of what keeps you going with that and why you're skating for the Breast Cancer Foundation. Yeah, we're... Um, my mother-in-law is currently in treatment for breast cancer, and so that was, 
you know my reason for for choosing that uh, charity and Amanda was was kind enough to to support me in in, in that uh, cause. I can't imagine what it would have felt like after you won last night to be able to present the check. Yeah, hundred thousand. My hand would have been shaking. Yeah, <laughs> what's going through your mind when when that's going through? I mean, like for the lives that you're going to touch, that you're never going to know the impact of that. It's going to be impossible. The ripple effect. No, it's it's really cool. It's uh, you know, it's it's gratitude. I think uh, you know because they do what they do every day in those offices. It's you know, I think I, I really respect uh, you know those people and and. I think it's great that we can can pay them back a little bit financially for for what they're doing. Yeah, and I understand Marie France and Matthew Dandino had the. Yeah, they were there as well. Yeah. Uh, Marie Marie France skated for that charity as well, so you know it was great that uh, that she could be there, and you know her her mother is uh, in treatment right now as well, so um, you know very close to her heart. Obviously, cancer is such a terrible disease, and there's a lot of awareness for it as well. So. How can we find out more about the charity, raise more awareness moving forward as well for your charities? Um, well, for us, it's the Canadian Breast Cancer Foundation. You can go on their website, of course. Um, they have different arms in different provinces, but um, you can see all their initiatives and, and new uh, projects and endeavors. And um, You know, where we supported it was really trying to encourage a healthy lifestyle and lower your risk at, at getting breast cancer. and. Um, you know, being athletic and eating eating properly, taking care of your body, things like that. And that's definitely a lifestyle that Amanda and I lead. Well, I think the one thing I love about Battle of the Blades is not only it has what I always call icing and cake. You know, you've got the icing, which is the entertainment value of what Battle of the Blades brings to the table. The cake part is really, to me, is the foundation of what it's based on, which is, you know, giving back to charities and you know, as of this year, they've given over a million dollars back to charities in, you know, in the last four years. And I just think it's an amazing concept that you're able to take, you know, world-class athletes, take the charities that they are passionate about and they can make a difference on and move forward. And I just really want to acknowledge you both because I've said this to every contestant that's been on Battle of the Blaze as well that have been eliminated. But... We really get the fact that you could have chosen to be anywhere you could have wanted to be right now, and you gave up your life for three months. And that, that really says a lot about your character, about what you're geared for. And uh, I think it's amazing that you guys have done that. And, you know, to give that check back to, you know, the charity that you're skating for, that you're getting bumped and bruised, it must give you incredible amount of gratitude just to be able to be caused the matter of that. Yeah, I mean, it, it is a big commitment. Three months is, is a pretty significant uh, uh, time commitment, no question. Um, but, you know, we, we truly believed in, in the show and in our charities, obviously, but in uh, in the ripple effect that, you know, we're, we're, we're bringing hockey and, and figure skating together and uh, paying some tribute to um, to a sport that may not get, you know, the, the notoriety that, that hockey does here in Canada. Let's talk about the experience that you guys had with Battle of the Blades. What's something that you never thought when you're going into this process that you're going to come out with that you're now left with? Uh, for me personally, it's just the uh, respect for for these girls as athletes and, and, and respect for the sport and, and also just sort of the knowledge of the sport. Now, I, 
I, uh, I get it a little bit more. I understand the judging system more. I understand the different types of skaters, um, whether you're pairs or dance or, you know, I, I get all that now. I even mm-hmm. understand some of the, the, the process of the steps that it takes to actually make it to the Olympics and in, in the levels of skating that you're at as, as well as, you know, the, the competitions that you need to win to qualify. So, you know, it's been it's been a big learning process for for me personally and I'm glad that I that I have a, a better insight into the sport. Amanda, what did you what was your takeaway that you came out, out of Battle of the Blades with, not coming into it with? Well, you know, I just uh, finished competitive skating in twenty twelve, so um this was my first professional show that I I took and um as you know um, I, I didn't know if I was wanting to skate again or not, but I did find the love of performing again and being in front of the audience, especially for such a great cause. So um, I'm taking back uh, maybe possibly skating again, performing, as well as uh, um, just knowing to have fun again. So now that you guys are having fun now, you get your lives back, what's next for both of you? Where you uh, Where is life going to take you? Um, actually, um, when I leave tomorrow, I have to go back and start coaching right away. Um, I have a few teams I work with that are going to competition on Wednesday of this week, so I'll be there with them in Ashburn, Virginia, and um, I'm just getting them ready for their skating season. Scott? Yeah, I go back uh, probably tomorrow. I'll go back to Collingwood and... Um, you know, I have a gym that I operate up there, own and operate. It's called CrossFit Industry, and uh, we're moving right now. So uh, construction is underway, and hopefully in December I'll be I'll be moved into the new facility. Hmm. Almost dodged a bullet having to lift boxes and things like <laughs> doing Battle of the Blades. I was going to ask you, so obviously that for the last three months that you guys have been doing this, you have to have a significant support network that's behind you. So I wanted to give you both a chance just to acknowledge your support systems individually, just to say who was there for you, you know, what they did for you while you were there, and just to give them that basis, which, you know, if you didn't have it, it wouldn't have been possible. So, Scott, let's start with you. Uh, absolutely. I mean, I, I've had uh, overwhelming uh, support since I've been here from a few different areas. I mean, my hometown of London really kind of got on board, as well as my junior town of Belva, which was... Um, was a surprise to me. A lot of people from Belleville in the live audience, um, which was great. But, you know, the Collingwood community up north where I live, the Collingwood Blue Mountain area, um, you know, the town put signs out on the highway for us. And, oh, that's awesome. Um, you know, at our population sign, there's big billboards. and um, You know, the whole city, the high schools had computers in their hallways so kids could just walk up and vote. Um, you know, the business office, or sorry, all the businesses had posters up. Um, you know, it's it's humbling, but it's, it makes me feel proud that I'm part of that community. Mm. Amanda? Um, as you know, I'm from Sarasota, Florida. I, I, I don't have maybe a following in Canada as much, but what's been really nice is that I do have family that's close by. And that being said, um, they lived in, in Brampton, Acton, and um, Peterborough. They were able to actually come and see many of the shows and I'm very lucky to have such a supportive family. I mean, on the last show, I had my uh, my mom, dad were there, but also my grandpa, who hasn't seen me skate live since like 2000, um, came all the way from New York just to support me. I'm very happy about that. 
Yeah, and uh, for the show on Sunday night, I was actually sitting in your section as well. So we were, Aww. yeah. So everyone That's else around sweet. was was going crazy for you, and they were loud and boisterous. And I was just like, wow, you know, like for the lot. And you know, when you guys were announced the winners, you know, the entire section went crazy. So, yeah. so I think we we're the only person that, like we didn't know where our place was. We're just like, <laughs> what's what's going on here? What is like? <laughs> There's a ruckus going on here. Like, oh, it's, it's they're following rock had, stars. Um, I had over 35 um, family members at the show. <laughs> yeah, and I saw you get a little choked up there as well. Yes, I did. It was a very special moment. Like, as you know, um, it was my birthday, and, you know, obviously everyone made my day just so special, especially Insight Production and everyone that works for CBC. Um, before the show started and um, being aired, they had me come out in the audience, as you know, um, saying happy birthday to me, which is truly going to be one of my best memories of yesterday. <laughs> I was actually going to ask you if you've ever had a few thousand people actually sing happy birthday to you before. No, that has never happened. And I thought that was very sweet of them to do that. Yeah, I know it set it up very perfectly for the perfect ending for you, for you both as well. And I know. I couldn't have dreamt my birthday any better. Yeah. Well, listen, guys, I uh, I really wanted to thank you for being on the show today, and I wish you the best of luck. Is there any place that we can find you as well in your charities before we go? Um, just my website, CrossFitIndustry.com, up in Collingwood. Amanda? And then I have a, a, a Twitter account, at Amanda underscore Evora. Perfect. And we'll look forward to seeing you guys back again in Toronto someday for next year's Battle of the Blades as defending champions and yeah. uh, see you spread the wealth as well around. And I just want to thank you again for being wonderful ambassadors uh, for your success on and off the ice this year as well. It's been a great show to watch and you thank guys you. are very deserving winners and congratulations once again. Thanks a lot. You're listening to Chuck's World of Infinite Mojo. We'll be right back after this short break. Buying or selling a home, condo, or investment property may be one of the largest transactions you'll ever make. It's important to gather as much information as you can, and preferably from experienced, successful professionals. When it comes time to make your move, call the Mulholland Ross Real Estate Team with Keller Williams Real Estate Service at 416-230-8500 or visit www.realestatetoronto.com. Whether you're making your first move or selling your much-loved family home. The Mulholland Ross team offers over 26 years of real estate sales and service across the GTA. Listen every Sunday at 4 p.m. here on Radio That Doesn't Suck to hear the team share advice and information that will assist you with your personal wealth through real estate. Questions or topics you'd like to see covered? Email info at realestatetoronto.com or call the Mulholland Ross team at 416-230-8500. Chuck's world of infinite mojo, 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 mojo. Yeah, we stole that. Now back to the show.
Welcome back to Chuck's World of Infinite Mojo. Great conversation with Scott and Amanda. Yeah, you know what? I think that's uh, having them win that, uh, they probably weren't considered the favorite. And not to, not to take anything away from them, because they had a fantastic routine every single week. Well, as Amanda said, they didn't even think they were the favorites, you know? No, and I mean, it was Amanda's first year, you know, first crack at the at the gauntlet, and she nails it, you know, on her birthday of all days as well. <laughs> There's going to be a little extra pressure, you know, being your birthday, live TV, and you're trying to do the best you can do. Well, you know, I think the good news is like they didn't have to skate on Sunday nights and it was just the voting as well. Uh, so I think the, the pressure gets taken off you. I guess, yeah. A little bit on that side as well. But uh, they had three different couples all together. They had Violetta and Jason. And uh, I mean, when you're talking about Violetta, she's just a rubber band. So it's a different venue in watching her. And then you got Matthew and Marie Franz. And very classic, very uh, elegant. elegant. Yeah, and Marie France is, is completely elegant. Um, and so you, you had the three different personalities, and um, it was just such a wonderful experience to get the variety, number one. Uh, number two is that they all were great skaters and great pairs, and especially with Amanda and Scott, they had that twist that was, you know, just knocked everybody's socks off. And I mean, Scott's a big guy. I mean, when you see Scott Thornton, he is a big strapping lad. You know, he's got uh, a gym up in Collingwood as well. You can tell he actually uses it. <laughs> he's, what's the saying? I'm not also... Yeah, 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 yeah. The hair club, yeah. Yeah, the hair club. I'm a customer as well as yeah, the owner. I'm yeah, I'm not just the owner. I'm actually a customer as well. Yeah. He actually does look like he works out because he's built like a brick shit house. That guy. I'm thinking we got to do a road trip up there and do a show live from his gym, maybe. Yeah, and I think that you know what he could bring to the table is uh, just a whole lot of you know hard work ethic. You know that every single professional athlete commits himself to mastery. Yeah, and what they do. So. Well, I think there'd be some embarrassment on my part about you know lifting, doing certain exercises and stuff. But anyway, it's just a thought. Yeah, you just know, when, whenever you're 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 following an NHL pro, I think there could be a lot of room for a miss there. That's funny. When we when we interviewed Sandra, I don't think we actually asked her this question, but you know, when she was sitting down with her partner and they were thinking about creating the show. And they said, yeah, we're going to put hockey players together with skate with figure skaters. You know, isn't there one of those things that goes, what? Really? Yeah, and actually, true story, alcohol wasn't involved in okay. that process at all. We didn't ask her that either. But I thought that for sure. I'm like, how do you get a hockey player to saddle up? First of all, a figure skater would never go near a hockey player. It's like they got a reputation as well, right? And then, yeah. Okay, so we're going to do that. And then we're going to create a national TV show about it. Yeah. And then try and get these guys to commit three months of their schedule yeah. to doing this to make them look like fools on TV. And they're not going to make any money from it. No. No, forget about a salary. or. No. And see, that's where the real tie-in is because the passion of that is like, you know, we all hit, you know, walls in our lives and we have our things that stop us. But when you're skating for something bigger than yourselves, which is the charity you're skating for. You know, it's not about you anymore. So you'll always let yourself down. But when it's about the charity, it's like you find that second gear that you really gear down and and really get things done. And you take your process as a human being to another level. Well, take the take the the charity aspect out of the equation. There's got to be moments where these hockey players went, "What the." am I doing here? What am I yeah. trying to do? I fell. I hurt myself. I don't need to be doing and this. And you know what? It's, it's a completely different technique from skating in hockey versus figure skating because there's edge work in figure skating. 
the stride is different. You know, you're you're much more balanced. Uh, there's there it is an A to Z different experience. The skate is different altogether. It's a, it's more like a goalie skate. The only time you're worried about losing an edge is when you're going around behind the net and you don't want to lose your edge and slide into the boards. Yeah, really in hockey. But you know, figure skater, it's a it's a very flat skate. Uh, and outside of the toe picks in the front, which is the dangerous part of, of, of the figure skate. <laughs> it's the business end of the skate. Yeah, it's actually really funny to watch the uh, the bloopers on CBC when you, when you watch all the guys toe pick. And they all toe pick. So is that like dragging your toe and you catch the, the picks and then yeah. you just end yeah, up on actually, your Yeah, actually, Grant Marshall or? actually did a great, a beautiful textbook toe pick nice. on national TV. He was wearing a kilt during oh, his no. routine and fell straight down. Oh, yeah. And I saw his leg the next day. He was all battered and bruised, but he took it like a champ. Well, I'm glad you didn't see anything else. Yeah. The guilt. But, you know, I'm going to be a little disappointed that uh, every Sunday night nowadays will not be, you know, for me going down to the rink to, to battle the Blades. Because the cast and crew, I will say, from that show, they're amazing. Yeah, they we, are connected. They want to, you know, create that customer service experience from Insight to CBC. And Ron McLean, honestly, he's got to be one of the most down-to-earth, genuinely wonderful people that I've ever met. Cool. Well, I'm glad Insight was there to uh, allow us insider access, no less, to Battle of the Blades. And week after week. Week after week, you know? Some yeah. of the best hotels around town and, and, you know, access here in the studio was great. Yeah. And hopefully next year we'll uh, pick it right back up. Yeah, so I really want to thank you for listening to our show, for bringing you Battle of the Blades for the last seven weeks, and I hope that you enjoyed it, and I hope that you got a lot out of it, um, and we're looking forward to doing it again next year. Yeah, and as far as uh, keep listening to the show, because we're going to be doing a lot of cool things, a lot of cool interviews. Anyone you want to name drop for upcoming shows? We've got Ted Nolan coming up. Ted Nolan. He's a new coach of the Buffalo Sabres. Very sweet. An yeah. old coach, too. Yeah, and you know he hasn't been back there in about 15 or 16 years. And, um, you know, there's a lot of interesting stories with Ted Nolan. And, you know, I'll keep that for the interview. But nice. uh, he's a great guy, and we're really glad that he's back in the NHL where he belongs. Awesome. You are listening to Chuck's World of Infinite Mojo every Tuesday at 8 on Listen Up Talk Radio. We will catch you right back here next week. Thank you for spending time with Chuck in his infinite world of mojo. If you'd like to get in touch with Chuck or Todd, the email address is feedback at radiothatdoesnsuck.com or call the feedback line 866-269-6155.